Hello everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Doctor Who in Autism Celebrations. Uh, the first part of the series where um, it's celebrating autism and Doctor Who, as it's the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who this year, which is really exciting. Um, today I'm joined with Ziza, and today we're going to be speaking about what I've just talked about, autism and Doctor Who, and it's going to be really cool. So if you wouldn't mind, Ziza, just do a little introduction of yourself, I'll say a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so as Mason said, my name is Ziza. I am 22. I'm a Whovian autistic, obviously. Um, I'm a cosplayer, a writer, all the all the fun creative things. And I'm very excited to be here to talk about my my favorite things in life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's something that like takes over your life a little bit, Doctor. Yeah, it really does. I've been watching since I was 13, so <laughs> like yeah. a lot a long time or nine actually 13 years a long time yeah it's a, it's a long time you think it's just gonna be a little blip or something you're just gonna watch for a little bit and then you don't you, you just watch it watch it <laughs> yeah I've been I've been thinking about how we're hitting the 60th anniversary and I'm thinking about how I went and saw the 50th in theaters and I remember that so clearly like it yeah. was yesterday and I blinked yeah. and it's 10 years later yeah like do you think because it's a bit more complicated to have it in theaters, I guess, this time around because there's three different episodes. Right. Um, yeah. And I'm always intrigued to know when their dates are going to be aired. Of course, the first one's going to be on the 23rd. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I would have thought so. Um, it would be on the 23rd. <laughs> I would hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the difference is that's on, that's on a Thursday. Um, yeah. And. Doctor's not normally on a weekday, so that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's gonna it's gonna I think it's gonna mess with some people's schedules, but it'll it'll all be worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it's it's gonna be cool because um like it's gonna be really interesting because there's gonna be lots of things that we don't know that's gonna happen, so it's gonna be really cool. Yeah, the teasers that they put out, I think it was yesterday, all those emojis, I'm like, ooh, what's happening here? And obviously yeah. we have some ideas and it's like a couple of those you can't really mistake for anything else and i if if the fan predictions are correct i am so beyond excited yeah oh my it's goodness gonna awesome. it's gonna be yeah. awesome because like if, yeah. that, that, they, they really that we knew that anyway like i think a couple of weeks ago they put that um the star beast is gonna be the first special and then yesterday they yeah. announced wild blue yonder is gonna be the second special and yeah. um, it would be a bit pointless to announce in a week's time Giggles the last special because we all know that <laughs> they probably will. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. We'll see a little bit more, hopefully. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, but I do expect at some point to be like a full length trailer, probably September yeah. or something. Right. Um, September probably where the the really good promo will start. Um, yeah. Because they only recently released like really cool photos of like Donna. <laughs> um. Ruby Sunday and the two doctors so that's yeah. awesome gosh I I if I wasn't excited before those those posters got me really excited I just ugh, and I, I'm trying to not, not to think too hard about Donna's return because of what that means for her but <laughs> I'm just gonna enjoy it while it lasts and, and hope yeah. for the best for her yeah I'm gonna fingers crossed that um Personally, I don't think she's gonna survive. I um, I don't think. Well, imagine this happens. Imagine which it's it could be likely that the start of giggle 
which is yeah. quite it's quite funny that's a regeneration episode as well <laughs> right, right. um um it's not a giggle imagine if david Tennant is not even in the whole episode it, it's, it's right at the start of the episode and then shooty gatwick gets longer as the yeah. doctor in that episode yeah and then he has to say goodbye to her imagine that yeah. i don't i don't yeah. know that i want to <laughs> yeah it would be very very cool though i think that that would be um quite the surprise and i think that it would give it would give his doctor a bit of a a bit of an incentive to kind of push him forward into a really cool new story and new era yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a good way to say goodbye to the characters like really like david Tennant. Yeah. um for a while at least he won't be in doctor who after this because right. he's come back up lots um as in he's he's Flat. 50th um yeah 60th mm-hmm. um but um uh, it's, it's gonna be interesting to see who else joins them in it because like I, I, is there gonna be other doctors in it too um companions gonna be it's, it's all interesting yeah i mean like i said those teasers yesterday i'm hoping that we we catch some some pcap <laughs> Peter Capaldi that would be oh my goodness I that would be the return I think that would be the best I could ask for honestly I I adored him as the doctor so much and it would be a really fun I think it would be a really fun on-screen uh chemistry between those two so yeah because him he gets up really well with the new Doctor Who shoot he got so um like well they like they they know of each other I think like yeah. he, he really said he's a really good actor. Um yeah. like um but from like that they, they put the post out yesterday and then right. Russell T. Davis is doing all like you say all these emojis um yeah. in, in the comments and what I read is an apple. An apple is the eleventh doctor and then you have clock strikes twelve is the yep. clock and then you have a few boomed and a penguin. Um <laughs> Those are the ones where I was like, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so sometimes I feel just he, he does that just to hit people off guard. Is, is, this, is it right. that? Is it that? Um, but yeah, I think, I don't think it is going to be a multi doctor story. Like, yeah. I don't think if you see Peter Capaldi or Matt Smith, that they, they, I don't, I think it, it, it could be potentially just for a snippet where right. like the doctor is changing. Mm-hmm. maybe midway yeah. um, and that's where I think Shooty Gatwa is saying what the hell's going on here um, yeah. <gasps> like like, yeah. it, like, he's, like the doctor's messed up like he's, he's yep. switching faces all the time um, mm-hmm. which would be pretty cool if that yeah I'm, I'm hearing a lot of theories about 14 being basically like another metacrisis situation. And that would make a lot of sense, especially with, I don't know if you have received or have seen the the Sonic, like the toy that they have out. And I don't yeah, know yeah. how canon those colors are, but if that has anything to do with anything, it makes that theory make even more sense. Yeah. And that would be very, very cool to witness. As we're recording this today, actually, my Sonic arrived today. Um, That's so exciting. Um, and I was playing around with it earlier. Um, yeah. And, and all the different colours. Um, and my favourite probably is the green. The green is, yeah. allow- the green is the loudest. And yeah. if you, you switch it around, it's like the, it, it's the sound of it. It sounds like the 11th Doctor. The yellow one sounds like, sounds like the 13th Doctor. 
Yeah. You've got a red one. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if that stands for River Song, Sonic Screwdriver. Um, it could. Perhaps. Um, but the blue one, it's not, you can't really see it that well. Well, when 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 you, when you do it. Yeah. Um, but it's very good. I like the Sonic Screwdriver. Um, I like it as a part of all other Sonics. Um, yeah. But if they have, if that has something to do with the the sixtieth, that would be very interesting. Yeah, I think I I I think that would be a fun piece of piece piece of marketing for them. I think it would be a very good idea, considering I think they knew how many site was was down at some point because everyone was so excited. So I can I can I can absolutely see that being a thing. And the fact that all the different colors make all the different noises. Like I was emotional over that the other day because it's just such a precious detail to add. And I I I I know I appreciate it. I think everyone else does too. Yeah, it's it, it, it's just a really good solid screwdriver. And then yeah. when 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 I see someone saying I don't like it, I mean uh, like I think how, how don't you like it? It's got it's got all, all the others. I don't think it's gonna be. It's just it's it's be it'll be known as a sixtieth Sonic. I don't think right. Shooty will use. It. I think he'll get his own one. Um, yeah. But, but he might use it once and it breaks or something like that. Right. Um right. But yeah, it's a very good one. It's got very much 12, 11, and yeah. ten and nine in it. So yeah, very exciting to see how it's gonna get used. Incredibly so. I think I think for Shooty, I think that something I can I can definitely see him getting getting a new one, something a little little sleeker, which yeah. will be very cool to see. Yeah. An orangey one maybe or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. seems to wear a lot of orange. Right. Um, he looks fantastic I, in it. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it, I, I like it. I'd like an orangey purple one. Yeah. Ooh. Those colors would look so nice together too. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm just yeah. there's so many possibilities. We'll we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> you will, yeah. Um, but I'm very excited to have a Christmas special, um, yeah. this year because they've been have had one for so long. Yeah, bringing them back that'll be yeah. so exciting. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I I didn't really like the um, I didn't like it having it on New Year's Day, um, these last six or yeah. so years, um, because. Like, I didn't mind the episodes. Like, I just get a bit bored that like each special was a, a Dalek themed, um, like themed one. I thought, um, I thought. Well, when I saw the first two, I thought, okay, they're all right. Let's make the next yeah. one not Dalek themed, and then yeah. and then I just make it Dalek themed. <laughs> yeah, keep keep it pushing with the. <laughs> Dalek theme. I I do love a good Dalek, but you know I think that there are so many other villains that are so fantastic. Which I'm a big fan of the Weeping Angels. Having 13's one of 13's entire series centered around those for like a hot second was such a treat. <laughs> um, but no, we'll we'll hopefully fingers crossed that it's not a Dalek special this year. Especially because it looks like we're getting getting some Dalek action in the 60th, so that'll. I, I hope that they're smart enough to make that decision. Yeah, like I don't think there will be a Dalek yeah. um, special. Oh, I, yeah. I think there's going to be Dalek. There's a Dalek episode or in series 14. I heard. Um, yeah, but I I don't mind Daleks, but I I don't like them when they're just 
doing the same thing that they always do, like destroy the earth and everything. If, if they right. do something else, like the, the, the Dalek episode with Chris Wilkerson, that was a bit different. Yeah. Um, have ones oh. like that. That's one of, I mean, I th- I think that everyone can kind of agree it's one of the best stories in New Who. That, that episode is just... Yeah, now I'm thinking about it, and I'm just like, oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, it's just the rage he had. Like, and it's it's better than any other Doctor how that would do that because his rage is like, like you don't see many Doctors shout and scream at Dalek like like he did right. then. Yeah, and that's it's Chris Freckleston is just a gem. I love that man. He was so fantastic as the Doctor, and I think it's you know the time war being so comparatively fresh to him than it is to you know as obviously we move further in time it it it, he he portrayed that so beautifully and him and rose uh i could go on about just how healing she was for him and he was for her and it's just that dynamic was such such a treat i did like them too together yeah um yeah like but she changed a lot with the tenth doctor um like I, I, me as a kid, I, 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 I love that. I, I, I yeah. love that. I love when the Doctor has fallen, kind of fallen for Rose. But yeah. But looking back now, I think Rose and the Ninth Doctor were a bit. But I didn't really like series two. Wasn't the best of David Tennant's series. Two, three, and four were his best. I think. Yeah. And then yeah. series two was a bit weird because like. Like we're speaking about Daleks, like the Cybermen and Daleks, you had I think maybe four episodes in that series that yeah. d- d- dominated to them, and then, but but if saying that, my favorite episode to get on the fireplace is in series two, but I did like that one. <laughs> it's it's so good. That's such a good oh, that episode. I I actually I'm re I'm I'm putting one of my friends through his first ever watch of Doctor Who right now, and we we just we hit series two, and I think we're. I want to say not even midway through a couple episodes in, but we did hit girl in the fireplace. And he, I think that was the episode that kind of like hit, hit for him because obviously when you go from your first doctor to your second, you're like, what is this? I hate it. Like bring this man back. I don't get it. Um, But no, I'm, I'm watching him slowly fall in love with David Tennant. And it's, I'm like, is this what I was like when I was younger? It's very cool to to watch that from the outside. You don't want to fall in love with David Tennant because you cry at the end of it, um, because uh, like his, I reckon he's the only doctor I cried when I was little. I was yeah. actually, I, 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 I was in tears in the time part two, um, yeah. and then Matt Smith comes along, and and I like I, Matt Smith's first episode was probably my favorite episode that he done. Um, yeah, I really liked that episode, um, like the whole. Apple kind of thing, Amy. Yeah. Get, getting young, getting old. Um, I did like it. I like. I liked series five, but series six got a bit complicated. Just a tad. <laughs> Just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, <that's... laughs> I think like Matt's introduction was just so so iconic. Like when when I think of like okay, what what 
beginning episode whose first episode is is the most fresh in my mind at all times and that that has to be it just the whole the, the entire like food sequence and the fish fingers and custard and bad bad apples like that just is the whole thing is so good um and I I think he was he was definitely when I was younger my favorite because um I think that was the point where I started hitting where I could like fully remember like I, I fully remember basically sitting down and watching his series. Um, and so it's it's a big thing when I think of Doctor Who as a child and like what it did for me as an autistic person who, you know, this is my special interest. It's one of the few that I have. Um, that was an exceptionally he healing era for me, I think, because while I was going through really hard times at school and stuff, I could come home and Matt Smith just had this goofy, exciting energy, especially in, in the beginning of his his era. Obviously, as we go further, we kind of see, you know, his unpredictability and that that anger come out, which is I, I really loved about him because I think every doctor brings that anger um, in a different way. And the fact that he could kind of flip a switch immediately at any moment, no, you know, no matter what's going on or who's around him and and kind of ch channel that 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 anger and frustration and pain was really something special um and I think for me those earlier earlier I'm speaking uh pre-Clara I guess because that's how it works in my head because because Clara was my favorite and still is one of my favorites um A Town Called Mercy I watch oh, very yeah. very consistently I really really love that episode um and I think that you know with the doctor and the doctor you know, he kind of sees himself in this character who's done horrible things. And it's just when he's yelling at him, it's like he's yelling at himself. And it, it just, that's, you know, kind of an example of that anger is, is in there, but on the outside, it's very rarely shown. So. It I, was. I, yeah. yeah. That episode, like, um, like if you're saying about like the, like the start of it, where like the, the gunslinger, is mm -hmm. uh, it's it's there at the start, and the doctor's prepared just to let him stay over that line after yeah. the, after the stuff he's done, and then yeah. uh, Amy helps him through that, and and yeah, he, he has a probably a massive meltdown about yeah. it, all. um, and yeah. it and he got over the end. So if if that's one of the reasons why the doctor doesn't travel alone, but um, but I was like like. It's one of Doctor Who's one of those things where, like, if you're having a bad day, like, if that's school or like when we're younger and watching it, it helps. Yeah, it helps. And when I was at school, not many people liked Doctor Who. Um, um, and it's quite surprising. Um, yeah. Now I know lots of people that like Doctor Who, so right. uh, it's it's pretty crazy. But yeah, I, I used yeah. to get two people at school play Doctor Who. I'm the Doctor. You're you're um Rose, and you're someone else. But yeah, it's 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 crazy how times change. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. I think I I almost maybe it's because I now know more people. Um, but back then for me it was um, I think I knew like one or two people who liked it, and now I'm kind of back into this this era of my life where I'm the the biggest Whovian I know. Um, other than my uncle who showed it to me, um, he kind of he kind of you know gave way for all of my nerdisms I used to like sit in his lap while he was playing World of Warcraft when I was two and like just smack on his keyboard um but you know I I 
it's it's really nice to to be meeting more Whovians again because I I used to be super active in the fandom and you know time passed and I got into other things and now that um, I think with Jodie Whittaker's era and the warmth that that brought me I'm I'm kind of really jumping back into it and I'm enjoying it so much um, but speaking on on childhood yeah I think it's a it's a level of like escapism that you can't really find anywhere else because I think it's to be credited the most is the TARDIS you know you can go anywhere and at any time and and see things that haven't even happened yet or have happened and you see it in a way that you wouldn't remember as what you read in your textbooks so it's it's always yeah. always a very nice way to end end a, end a day whether it be good or bad that's it it's it's always good to have a good like Doctor Who is only on a, a couple weeks a year, yeah. um, and like for us, it's not it's not the case. Some every week of the year, right. um, but it's very like it's like you you'll rewatch episodes, just the the iconic scenes, the music. Um, that hasn't been that hasn't been, it hasn't been like that for a long time. Um, yeah. in, 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 in Doctor Who like that kind of, you know that feeling that you're just really excited to watch this episode um, mm-hmm. it hasn't been like that for a little while um, and and I think it might be back those, those kind of times like you've got you've got Russell T Davis back you've got yeah. Murray Gold back you've got um, I, I listen to Murray's Gold music all the time um, yeah. so I just I have it in the background to pretend I'm doing that and what's going on in the music yeah yeah I think I mean (laughs) what better music to do that to honestly I can't think of anything better um yeah I know what you mean I think I don't I don't want to speak badly too too harshly of 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 anybody's era but I that definitely I think that that the icons of of our our childhood are kind of coming back and that's very exciting in itself um and I think that I'm very excited to see um what they all bring to the table for Shurigawa as well because he's a fantastic actor and he obviously with with what he's been saying about the character he's very dedicated to this role so it'll it'll be beautiful I think yeah I, I it's almost like a new era starting. It's very similar because David Tennant had his first episode at the Christmas special, and he's right. he's kind of having a first episode, his first proper episode as as a Christmas special too. Right. Um, and I don't want him to be asleep for the whole episode, like like David Tennant was. Um, yeah. I, um, I didn't mind him asleep for the episode, but he he got recently said that. He has looked up to getting interacting in the first place. David Tennant was his like idol to be doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw a video. He said that, um, which makes me think that his his acting in general is very. He has lots of energy about him. Um, yeah. David Tennant has that as well. So mm-hmm. I feel I feel he's going to have a lot of energy, um, a lot of humour, um, a, yeah. a lot of seriousness as well. So yeah, I, I am very excited to ha- to see oh. it. Yeah, I am. Hold on. Wait. Hey. Thank you. Um, yeah, I am. I am beyond, beyond, beyond excited. I think that um, 
you know, I, I don't even, I don't even think I have the words, which is very rare because I, I talk a lot and I usually am very, very good at it. Um, but yeah, I think I can't agree more with what you said. I think that there's going to be um, a special energy that he brings and, you know, even just like s- sitting and like watching his, his social media posts and kind of learning who he is because so much of the doctor is bringing yourself to the role because, you know, it's the same character but it would be boring if you played it the same way. And so I think seeing just how um, confident he is in real life and how sure of himself he is and what he, you know, he's very obviously passionate about basically everything he does. Um, and I think that that kind of passion and that, that, um, that like lust for life kind of thing is, is going to be very, very fun to watch on screen, especially, um, you know, just... I'm very excited for Ruby. I will not lie. At first I was like, you know what? I, I need a little bit of spice, but seeing all the behind the scenes and seeing all the photos that are coming out, I'm like, okay, there is, there's an energy here and there's going to be a chemistry here that I think is going to be really, really exciting to watch. Yeah. yeah she, you can't believe how old she is. Um, I think she's 19. She recently turned 19. Yeah. And like the youngest actor, I think, or, to play a companion yeah. um and I, the first time i watched doctor who a, a companion has been i've been older than the companion it's only the other way around yeah. so it's gonna right. be i don't like that bit to it but i think she's gonna be good <laughs> yeah now that i'm thinking about that that is crazy i think it's uh, you know i'm 22 so that is, it is a first for me as well i think that'll be kind of really a fun little uh twist on the perspective because that's really that is exceptionally young and that's actually that's incredibly exciting as an actress because landing doctor who at 19 years old is a big big deal it's kind of you know thinking about back to back to matt smith coming on to the show as the youngest doctor at 26 like that that alone is is really is really young i think to especially to be playing that role um but i feel like every time someone younger is brought into the picture there is a a, like i said a fresh perspective that you can't really get anywhere else so it'll be really lovely yeah and i think i think shitty get was 30 um and like Jodie Whittaker's now, I think, 40. Um, yeah, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So they do play, you play the Doctor for a while, um, like a good probably six years, you play yeah. that role. But it might be shorter mm-hmm. for this time around because yeah. the series might be more frequent than it has been. Um, right. So if, if Shooty does the three does the three years like everyone else has done, it should, it should be till like 2026 um yeah so, so it's it's very interesting um like it it's gonna be weird when we get to the 20th doctor though um eventually <laughs> yeah i've been i've been thinking about that i'm like what is that even gonna sound like coming out of someone's mouth but you know i'm sure going from single digits to double was also a very similar experience so we'll we'll see i guess we'll just have to wait and see yeah yeah, um, but I'm very uh, spin-offs. Uh, I look forward to. I reckon I'll be uh, some of them, so that'll be exciting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just thinking about the future of the show is, is is really exciting. I think that a lot of people are nervous about the 
Disney move and all that stuff, but I think that it brings also some positives that that we need to think about because the show kind of I think it's kind of always had really big ambitions and maybe not the funds. And so now that we'll see. I don't want to put anything out there and then, you know, eat my words, but I'm hoping <laughs> that that I I that I'm a little bit right about that one. Yeah, I think the the Disney Plus from a UK perspective, yeah. um, not much has changed because right. like Doctor Who is UK based, but like for for other people in the world, it's probably easiest to access. That's probably yeah. one of the main things. But you don't have to use like a VPN or anything. You can just go on Disney Plus when it's on. Um, yeah. the thing in the UK, uh, thing that remember that's not too good, which maybe it will improve. It's just the merchandise. Like um, yeah. like I think San Diego Comic Con, they were doing these um pins, Disney Plus and Doctor Who TARDIS pins. And yeah. if if you want it in the UK, you've got to pay for shipping. So that's like sixty quid for one pin. Um. Yeah. So so it, I think the merchandise does need to improve all way all way around for Doctor Who in general. Yeah. Um. Like 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 with the um. Like 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 you had the the, the sonic screwdriver. That that's been a pain for a lot of people to try and get one. So um. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. So I think things yeah. need to improve for for merchandise. Yeah, I've I've definitely been been hearing quite a bit about people first of all struggling to get the new Sonic, and also what you were saying earlier about you know exclusives out here, exclusives in other places coming here. It's just like you know, but for you guys, obviously, this is part of your culture, so that's that's even rougher because you know you you want to have if you are you know there are so many big collectors out there who literally want every single piece of merchandise that they can get their hands on and paying. You know, I saw the pins; they're what like this big yeah. you know and it, it, it's just hard to justify paying that much I'm sure at some point when it comes to those things you know there's there's a novelty of having it but there's also the expense of trying to get it overseas so yeah, yeah. I, I hope I hope that 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 gets a little bit better for you guys yeah like they used to be really good like you'd go into Toys R Us or B&M and right. like years ago like David Tennant and Matt Smith years were the best years for the merchandise um, yeah and then when Peter Capaldi come like everything kind of stopped um you'd get a few bits you get a few bits with Jodie Whittaker um right like you, you had that not long ago I think early this year you had the, the regeneration set where you had the 14th Doctor and 13th Doctor yeah um together yeah. but yeah I think mm-hmm. now we got Russell T. Davis, T. Davis back that think of about you you have spin-offs you have probably better merchandise you might even have a doctor who experience come back or something um which which would be really cool um so yeah, yeah things look better because i didn't think like with jody jody did really well her doctor was so good um yeah it, it was just like um i wasn't a big fan of some of the stories uh like 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 for me when i watched doctor who like I like when a storyline is finished in their time. Yeah. Like right. so, so so like we had the Bad Wolf. Yeah, that was a storyline. You had you had the Master storyline which which was finished. Yeah. But with with, with Jodie, we didn't really we, we had some sort of storyline um in the last series. I think it was all about right. 
what's the memories, the lost memories. And then yeah. and then we probably all, all of us are thinking we're gonna find us out before this series is finished, surely. And then they're flying yeah. into the TARDIS and we're never gonna see him. Um so that was a bit disappointing that we didn't yeah. see that. I think that's a that's a, that's a fair thing to say for sure. I think it's one of those things that like as a viewer it it was definitely very rough to watch but I think as soon as I kind of saw her holding it in the TARDIS I was like there's no way like if she was to open this we, we would it would be that that initial scene like we would have seen that and I think that it, it, for the doctor as a character it it seems it seems an in-character decision to make to not you know you have you've moved forward with your life you know I think when when you go from being someone that you're not proud of to being someone who you can kind of look at and say all right I've done good with my life and hearing hey you've lived god knows how many years that you do not remember how much of that would you actually want to see you know after you know healing so much of your own past and moving forward and I think that Obviously, I mean, the whole situation with Sasha Dewan's master is just like that. That, <laughs> that was, I think, very, very traumatizing for the character in, in, in the first place. So I think that just, you know, going back and, and seeing lives that you don't even remember, you know, it's kind of like, what's what's the point unless you really want to just re-traumatize yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I completely get that. Like, um, yeah. like probably the doctor doesn't want to know who who they are. Who knows? They might look at the fob watch in the future. Um, right. Um, <laughs> it might get destroyed though if they're going to change the TARDIS. Um, yeah, let's hope not. Um, but that that like other things are like 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 in let us talk about the flux like Joe Wicker's last series. Yeah. Um, Vinda. We didn't really find out who Vinda and Rose were, really. Um, yeah. We didn't really find out who they were. We didn't really find out who the future of Doctor really was. Um, so, who was only on minimal scenes. Right. Like, reminds me of Paul McGann's kind of appearances in Doctor Who. Like, the yeah. Simpler between them. Um, yeah. But, but, yeah, just certain things that, like... You had characters in, and like, like Vinda came back who for the last. People? Yeah, who, who, who are they? Yeah. Like, like yeah, yeah. I think you had a whole episode about that Rose character as well. Yeah. Um. um so it, it was it was pretty bizarre. Yeah, I can definitely agree with you on that. I think that that the for me this is what I this is what I always say. I think the acting and the chemistry between characters was definitely there, but I think the writing was could have could have been a little bit better um it's not that I like didn't enjoy it but I definitely think that you're right there there were a lot of loose ends that were not tied together um and in in one way that's exciting because it's like if we really wanted to we could bring these characters back anytime we wanted but also if that never happens and you go back and you look at these at these series it's kind of just like oh okay so that happened and it's like sure it's a fun fun time to watch but I think that there's there's a very for because for me when I look at these things I kind of think about the fact that um you know this is someone's 
heart and soul kind of dumped into a project. And so I, I try not to, I try to take things as, as they come and as they are. Um, but as, as a Whovian who does value the longevity of the show, it, it definitely was a little bit difficult to watch at times. Um, not because of what was happening in terms of like dialogue or anything, but just the way that the timeline was, was, messed with a little bit in ways that might not be seen as positive yeah i i agree like i series 11 um i didn't like um the whole concept that there wasn't really a storyline um yeah and and but i did like like some of my favorite episodes i i I like rose like like, like Mm -hmm. the rose the rosa parks one i like that that one my favorite episodes in jody's are, are probably that one the yeah. fu- the future of the Jadoon. I like that one, mm-hmm. and I I like the Weeping Angels one. Um, yeah. Um, the Sontaran one was okay as well. Um, so you had a, a few of them. Like at the yeah. start, at the start of Flux, I thought Flux started off really well. I thought. Um, I thought. Yeah. I'm, 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 this is actually going to be. I'm actually going to enjoy this. And then, mm-hmm. and then, and then, like, I don't. I don't I, I don't know, like because of COVID, but I don't think six episodes was ever going to be enough to fulfil that story. Um, right. I think eight might have been like um, a bit better just to probably balance who these people are. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like the start of it really well, and then the, the, like I n- never understood who the two main villains were. Like that, <laughs> that, that really annoyed me because right, what is the, going on? Yeah, the first yeah. episode in the Halloween Apocalypse. Yeah, the, do- the doctor gets transported to do to the alien guy, saying, "I know who you are." I'm, I'm it's like, is is this an old person that we don't know about, and right. we never find out who they are. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I, like you said, I think that it was it was really rough in terms of, um, you know scheduling and all of that with with COVID um, because I, I I agree I actually I, I like the overarching storylines of of Jody's era I, I do and the flux was so deserving of a lot more time um, and I think it was a nice way to kind of close out not close out but um, for Jody and her doctor the I did like the story of the timeless children and, and like what that means and bringing back tech two and that was not I mean obviously we kind of saw like the flashbacks and stuff but seeing her was like I I was ready to like <laughs> that I don't very often get like I'm not an angry person but watching those scenes between them with like the amount of like how nonchalant she was about the entire situation was like, I was doing you a favor. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I do. I really do wish we had more time with it. And I, I agree. It's like, who are, who are these, who are these people? Again, it's, it's a constant kind of thing. Um, yeah. But I do think that like the whole idea of like, them worshiping something that doesn't really exist is was a was a really cool concept and i think that like that's almost a commentary on i want i i'm gonna say it on religion and like kind of it was it was a cool thing to watch from from an outsider's perspective but like as again as a hoovian it's like 
what is what is happening here what's going on and it's not to say that they were like bad i think it was like a fun a fun story and like the there was there was some humor between them which i think was really funny um but it was definitely um a little it got a little messy at points i think yeah yeah it it, it, it definitely did and but like what like tetayun coming back just to get killed I didn't yeah. see the point in it. Um, I feel sorry for the actor. It's <laughs> <laughs> very fair. I think it's fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was only in a few scenes, uh, not not yeah. that much. Um, but yeah, I don't think. I think l- looking back, like you can even see in the primer, you you, you wouldn't get any pr- promotion for the series or episodes until maybe three weeks before it's supposed to air. Yeah. Um, and as we can see already, like series fourteen is not going to ha- air till next year, and we're still we've got all these announcements of cast members that are going to be in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and same for the sixtieth. Um, so that's the difference, and the quality. I think they've got they've got more money now to spend, so yeah. hence why probably Shoot Get was having a different episode per episode, uh, right. a, a, a costume per episode. But yeah. Yeah. It's really exciting. Um. um yeah. I do think I do think Jodie Whittaker's series would have started better yeah. if Bill didn't get killed off in in, in the last season because I think Bill didn't have enough time. Uh, although yeah. I think last series of Peter Capaldi was his best one. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it more um, than like the first two. Um, yeah, not not nothing to do again. From Clara, I think Clara was excellent, um, but right. I, I just think the acting of Peter Capaldi improved as time went on. Yeah, for sure. I think he definitely over time got way more comfortable with the character and kind of centered himself a lot. Um, and I think that that like kind of tends to happen. You know how we were talking about David Tennant and his first series kind of being a little bit. Um, I don't want to say like wishy-washy because I think that there is a, a character element to it of, you know, he has that happiness with Rose and then it's completely stripped away and he kind of has to reevaluate who he is again. And he has, you know, the whole <laughs> mid, mid regeneration crisis of like Time Lord Victorious and all that stuff. And, and that was really fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I think that it, it sucks because you know i think that a lot of the time what really makes a doctor you know brings that to the next level um is pain and trauma and you know it's it's something that is obviously you know very real to what it means to be a person you know we kind of all learn from our pain and all of that and we we evolve as we go but you know they they kind of they, it's, it's, they tend to suffer a loss and then really kind of leap into who the character is, so. Yeah, like, but although with David Tennant, I, I didn't I didn't like the way he kind of treated Martha. Um, yeah. Like, he always talked about Rose. If you, if you go back on episodes, you hear nearly every, nearly every episode, Rose is mentioned somehow. Right. Um, and then I didn't like that because I did like Martha. She was underrated. She needed yeah. enough time. Um, mm-hmm. which which I think she's a huge possibility for the 60th. Um, yeah. <laughs> and because you can see a lot of unit there. Um, yeah. It looks like a new unit he- he- headquarters in one of the trailers. 
Um, yeah. So I think she may be. I think you know that Shirley Ann Bingham girl. Um, like she she recently was on BBC One the other day. Um, she she she, she was really briefly in the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. like, oh like yes, a, yes, yes. Like one shot. I think yeah. she she might be like a kind of scientist or something from right from unit or something so yeah i think it'd be perfect for martha to come back because she was involved a lot within donna's life anyway um yeah so even rose but i I don't think rose is as important to return in the sixth year yeah um like cool if she had i i don't mind come back (laughs) yeah more the better but um it I want people to be in it that actually could make a difference or could I help the story along. Um, yeah, don't just put don't just put characters in there just for the sake of it. Just, right. Like 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 lessons from flux. Don't put mm-hmm. certain people in there if you're not going to expand a certain element right. to their to their journey. Um, yeah. But very exciting. But yeah, I just didn't like the way that um the temp doctor did treat Martha. Yeah, I think that I I am the way her story ended in Doctor Who. I, I I don't know how much of Torchwood you've seen, but she also spoilers makes an appearance in that, and it is yeah, just that, a, yeah. a powerhouse in Torchwood. And that I think kind of for me because I'm I'm a huge fan of Torchwood. A lot, one of my my biggest like I guess aliases on the internet I go by Yanto very often um because I just that show is just it's so much it's it's you know it's very down to earth you know literally and figuratively um but no seeing like Freeman Adjaman is such a talented actor and I really I agree I think that like if they're going to bring somebody back it needs to be her you know they like you said they were so involved with each other you know in in their lives and I think when it comes to when it comes to Billy when it comes to Rose it's like in my head you know as as like the 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 child in my brain is like okay you can't have David Tennant without bringing back Billy and I think that at some point you know there will probably be some sort of hint to that or, or maybe you know it'll it could even I mean bringing back a whole bad wolf situation i'm not sure how they would manage that one but i think that that could also be very cool but i you know they're there i would love to see them i would love to see them hug again i think that that would be really great um but obviously she has 10 too but i think with with martha it's just she moves forward with her life and she makes something of herself and it is just such a pleasure to see after the way she gets treated the yeah. entire time, you know? And I think <laughs> that like, when I was younger, I was like, girl, how are you in love with this man? Like he treats you like absolute garbage. And it's like, I get it. You know, you, you, someone shows you all of time and space, obviously. Yeah. You're all in the world. That would, that yeah. would be very difficult. And then um, Jack's like, you too. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah Yeah, like we all we're all here experiencing the same thing obviously yeah um Um, but but, yeah like you speak about the meta crisis doctor i think i think the story could be based around the meta crisis doctor in the 60th it'd be really cool because the meta crisis doctor gets old the doctor ages so it would make sense do you like you have the it's the 14th doctor meta crisis doctor as well or i I think it's going to be very dominant around the doctor's hand in the sixth yeah. year i think we'll see the hand again um mm-hmm. i think um and yeah like because rose 
may have moved on with our life, might not be with that, that right. certain doctor anymore. Um, right. But that is a possibility. If they, if this is about a metacrisis doctor, um, that I would like it to be about the metacrisis doctor. It would make sense. Um, but yeah, maybe he's not as rageful as he was. <laughs> I, I I should hope so. I think that you know, David kind of talks about how he's not the 10th doctor anymore. You know, he's lived multiple lives since then and has learned a lot um, as, as a character. So he's, he's 14. That's the whole point is that, yeah, same face, but, but different guy. And that'll be really, really exciting to see. It, it will. And I'm very excited. Um, I, I think Doctor Who is very, a lot of people find themselves, they are, like like maybe like, like autism is really involved around the whole show like like if it's in there or for people like yeah. us are, or autistic ourselves or you just yeah. see moments that are very relatable yeah I think that there there are quite a few of those honestly and and I mean y- of course when you are working in any kind of sci-fi or or nerdy stuff you're gonna find a lot of neurodivergent people and I think that that also extends to you know cast and crew there's so much creativity that I think a lot of neurodivergent people have to bring the t- to the table um, and it's it's something that is definitely you know especially because with the doctor being an alien like even just watching the character interact with humans as a non-human it feels very relatable because I think that for me at least that's kind of how it felt for a very long time was just kind of experiencing what it means to be a person but also not really feel like one like you know you are one but but on the inside it's like the, the way people treat you and the way that you view the world is very different than 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 people who are neurotypical and so it's um it's definitely a big experience that um that a lot of autistic people tend to have and I think that that's why I I think that's why a lot of a lot of us tend to you know we have a whole a whole group chat like so many of us tend to gravitate towards towards Doctor Who because you know you kind of see yourself in in this character who is I, I think a big thing for me and this is also what came with with Jody's doctor was, um, you know, obviously her being written based on an autistic person makes this even even more. But um, just seeing how, you know, everyone loves the doctor, you know, and seeing kind of your part of yourself on a screen that you might feel a little bit of shame for, even if, you know, you don't. Um, but, you know, a lot of people in their childhood or even into life kind of get shamed for these things that they can't control and seeing that in a character um, who is just so well loved kind of can shift the way that you see yourself um, which is really 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 cool and I think that I don't know if that was what they were planning on having happen but it it did and it it's it's really something special yeah in on 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 some of her suits she's got kind of like yellow and rainbowy yeah. colors so that is kind of the autism logo color isn't it so um it does relate like that certain instances how the doctor acts if they can't yeah. if they can't explain to people um what, right. what, they're, what they're talking about um a, a lot a lot a lot of people think that of us when we're just talking about doctor who and no one knows what we're talking about yeah um, <laughs> But it's awesome. 
it's it, it's it's awesome that we we have a show that you just talk about forever. Um, yeah. people. Yeah. Um, like I I I went to a um an autism kind of interview kind of thing not not too long ago and then the person who organized it saying Mason I I love all the Doctor Who stuff you you've been sharing and Aww. um I didn't even realize they were that into Doctor Who than me so <laughs> yeah it's, right it's, it's it's so cool it's it's so good how the community is um but yeah like it's, it's it's so relevant with different communities not just autism like you have so many that they're right. that, that focusing on um mm-hmm. around the show so mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully that continues like with the rep- representation and stuff yeah i i i i don't doubt it honestly it's kind of i think doctor who has kind of always been leaps and bounds ahead in terms of representation in a lot of different ways, especially in, in new who. So, you know, I think that going forward, uh, I think it can only really get better. Um, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm lucky enough now that like my friends don't watch Dr. Who, except for that one who was watching it with me. Um, they, they kind of just, they, they listen because I listen to them. We all, we're all a bunch of nerds about different things. And so, you know, just finding, finding your people is I think very, very important and something that took me a long time, but was very worth it. Definitely. Yeah. It, 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 like you try to get people into it and like some people will say they they don't like this episode and you love it and right. it's right. it's it's just part of it. Um, yeah, it's part of loving Doctor Who. And we're not all gonna have the mm-hmm. same episodes that we like. We're not gonna right. have the same same doctors. But I always say every doctor's good. It's just maybe yeah. you might connect to an a doctor more than another doctor. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely agree. Because you know, as I was saying earlier, everyone kind of brings their own perspective to it. Um, and they kind of see the character in a different way and you might not see the character in that way and that's completely fine but you know I think that saying that anybody did a bad job is just kind of objectively wrong because obviously they were cast for a reason by people who know this show and know what they want out of it so you know yeah you can't really say you suck because yeah no they didn't (laughs) Gatwa was apparently the last person they auditioned well, the wrong yeah. one. And they already had their mind made up, and then I'd love right. to know who that person was, though. Me too. I, <laughs> Me too. I, I don't think they'll ever say it, but no. if, I, if I ever get to speak to Shooty, I wanna, I wanna, I don't know if he, he might not even know. Yeah, but he might not. I don't think I'd want to know if, if, um, like, if someone else was gonna beat me to it. Um, right. But the only one who knows is the only one who done it. I guess because right, I guess so. Because they know shoot you get with beat, but beat them to to the to the role. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I think I I saw someone talking about how the only way we're gonna find that out is in sixty years on like a DVD or something because you know how they they have so many like behind the scenes stuff from like the sixties and seventies that like we are yeah. just now seeing um so i think that that might sadly end up being one of those things that we don't see for a very long time but i'm also extremely curious about <laughs> doctor who kind of conf- confidential i think something like that will return i i reckon um like the behind the scenes i used to love watching doctor who go to bbc3 or whatever you want yeah. to watch the confidential it's like another episode of doctor who on top of the actual one you just exactly watched. Yeah, I think I saw 
you know those like those those posts of like someone looking really messy and it's like me at my funeral me at my wedding and then it's it was me at my funeral me at my wedding and then me when doctor who confidential comes back because i miss it so much i would give anything to see that return oh my gosh because it was you know they have like the insider thing that they did um which also was really fun because we got to like actually see the set and like talk with with people who you really wouldn't usually see a lot of um a lot of the crew which was really fun um but no i i would love to see doctor who confidential come back yeah it's so good and i I was always watch the david tennant when he would do his vlogs like yeah he's he's in in the car and he's filming filming everyone and uh, the funniest one is where he's going when he's going to Blackpool. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to Blackpool to 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 do these fireworks or something, and then oh yes, um, <laughs> and he he's he, he, he's so funny because these two motorbikes are allowing his car to go up the front because there's so much traffic. Yeah, and he, and he was laughing because he had these two tiny little motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny, but yeah. I'd oh love, my gosh! I'd love more doctors to do stuff like that. Um, yeah, uh, I imagine it's just on his own accord he wants to do that kind of Rip. stuff. But yeah, um, but but yeah, uh, so exciting Doctor Who now yeah. for the future. Sixty yeah. anniversary, so much more to look forward to. Seriously, yeah, all um, the amazing things. Very very good. Uh, but Ziza, do you have a favorite or a Doctor Who quote that you relate to, or one that you just like? I think the first thing that came to mind, and I'm 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 not going to be able to remember the exact the exact quote right now. Um, but it's the first thing that came to mind when you when you brought that up with me was the conversation that that thirteen I think has I believe it's with Nikola Tesla, and they're talking about um kind of feeling different in the world and just how um. He brings a perspective of, of you know, there's so much that you can offer that that, you know, other people can't. And so I think that 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 to me is something that that I I think about a lot and that kind of has helped me have a more positive mindset of like, you know, I might have a different kind of perspective on life, but that also allows me to bring something to the table that not everyone else could. Um, So that that one really sticks with me, I think. That's a really good one, because like, because we are all different and it's okay to be different. Um, And I know when I was younger, I'd always used to try and be like people. Like in in, right. in in the class because mm-hmm. like I feel like if I'm different you're not gonna like me like that but but now mm-hmm. you just be yourself you but you be yourself um it's the, it's the best way to be um yeah exactly but yeah I think that's a really good quote I hope you enjoyed enjoyed it these are on the podcast I absolutely did. Yeah, yeah thank you so much for having me yeah it's been uh, lovely it's it's been really fun I will right, we'll continue talking about Doctor I guess um all the time <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely. Yeah, um, but to anyone listening and watching today, we hope you've enjoyed it. Talk, us talking about Doctor Who, uh, and Doctor Who and autism celebrations, um, which um, it's it's really really fun to do something like this to to celebrate sixty years of Doctor Who and just being autistic and talking about the stuff we love. But thank you, Ziza. Thank you to everyone listening and watching. And we'll see you in the next episode.